conversation between friends okay so there's an element of an interview here mm -hmm. like but we sort of interview each other in a uh, way okay so yeah, yeah. Uh, but um i'm going to ask you a lot of questions i have like i have written down okay. some questions okay, okay. but if if the conversation goes and derails yeah. that's what it is okay that's what a podcast you're, is you're allowed to derail <laughs> okay cool yes. <laughs> like meandering yeah um you know, I'm, I'm if good at derailing there. <laughs> <laughs> good. If um, you had, let's say, children or a dog or whatever, they would come in and they would be fine. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's like, imagine that we're in a kitchen and yeah. we're talking. It's so, real. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool. So um, I've noticed in your paintings that um, you don't have a lot of figures, mm -hmm. but there is one painting with a figure. Yeah. Can you tell me about this person? <laughs> okay, well, that, that is uh, Neil Young from his album, Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere. And it's uh, literally like a reproduction of the album cover. Um, that, yeah, which is, I think was like a big breakthrough album for him at that time. But I was just sort of identifying with that, you know, image of the, you know, the dude against the tree with his dog and, you know... A, sort of this, you know, hermit in nature. Was uh, that you? Like, yeah, so that... sometimes, like, especially since I've been living in Kappa's casing, um, you know, I can feel a bit isolated at times, but I find inspiration in that isolation sometimes, and in, in, in nature particularly. And I had thought a lot about adding figures to other paintings, and I've actually been working on, you know, some paintings that I want to start incorporating more figures into landscapes, so it's kind of you know, like, uh, you know, people around a campfire, or like, you know, doing things within nature, or like that, you know, it makes me think of, uh, you know, like the sublime or something, the, the uh, David Casper Friedrich painting, where they got a little figure in this giant landscape. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind Monk of... Monkman? Yeah, Monkman? Ken, Ken Monkman, <laughs> yeah, I like his work a lot too. And um, yeah, so that, that one kind of, I, I did that painting... Uh, prior to, to many of the paintings that I did in the show, um, with the exception of the cabin painting and the trees, like next, they're all the, and the moon, so like they're all kind of the same time frame that I did those ones. Um, and uh, I just thought it would be kind of a, when I did that, I had been listening to the album a lot in my studio, and I, I, I collect vinyl, and I have that on vinyl, and I thought about painting it, and I did, and it came out fairly you know, quickly and sort of fluidly, I guess. And I, I thought this would be a great title for my show because I feel like everybody knows this nowhere. I feel that way sometimes being in campus casing. And yeah, so really it's kind of like, I wouldn't say it's a self-portrait, but it's kind of like sort of, you know, I was identical. Emblematic yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, I noticed that your paintings had a strange quality in the painting. Yeah. Now, I'm trying to figure out what is that because... Yeah. 
Is it in the gesso that you used, or what? Like, like you mean like a strange quality? Or it's like, like um, a stippling kind a of stippling? effect. Yeah, yeah. In your washes. Yeah, yeah. I, I did, um, I roll a lot of my gesso on with like fine uh, rollers, like kind of something similar to what you do with like the house painting. And uh, I had, I used to like pour it on and then, you know, use a palette knife to get a really smooth surface. And I wanted to try a slightly rougher surface uh, to sort of match kind of what you'd get on a piece of paper or like a watercolor paper. You know how there's a bit of a texture to mm -hmm. it? I, I, I sort of, I wouldn't say it was like fully intentional. Like the first one I did, I just sort of came across that. And I'm like, I'm going to do the rest like that. <laughs> you know, it was sort of a happy mistake, I guess. <laughs> and then yeah. that was, uh, you use oil and acrylic together in the same paintings, eh? Yeah, a lot of them I'll start with acrylic and then I'll, yeah, like, you know, then do the oil over top after uh, on some of them. And then for the bigger ones, I started to, you know, stop myself because what I find with the acrylic, I used to, pr like, prior to this series of paintings, I used to always start with acrylic just because it was a bit cheaper than the oil paints and I would build it up to a certain point in my, uh, and use acrylics for my underpainting and then I would go in with oils afterwards, do, like, all the finishing touches and, like, to kind of do a few layers of just oil paint. Um, but... I found that I would often, when I would get to the oil stage, I would start to get very, like, precious and, you know, be too, um, I would overwork. Picky. Yeah, I'd be picky and I would mm -hmm. overwork stuff. And I, and, and I found I liked the sort of immediacy and the sort of fluidity that I had with the acrylic paints. So when I started getting into the bigger canvases, I, I really liked that. And I had to hold myself back from going into it with oil and working it further. So I just left it as acrylic and and yeah and the more I've sort of sat with it and looked at it I've I think this is kind of a new direction that I want to go with my work is to be a bit more immediate and to like not overthink it and yeah and and like overwork it and it's sort of this, it's difficult this, to do yeah and it's the same way I feel when I work with uh watercolors or acrylics on paper like I, I do studies often and I like the study sometimes better than the finished works that I bring back to the studio. So I'm trying That's to true. trying to kind of capture that again yeah. in, in the studio. So if I can do these sort of studies and then try to recreate that on a larger scale yeah. in the studio, that's what I'm trying to... I understand. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do right now. And I, I think I just kind of, you know, I just started to discover that with the bigger paintings in this show that I want to continue doing with my next series and... Do you feel that having a lot of prepped up canvases frees you from being precious? Yeah, a little bit, because I have this sort of, uh, it's like an, almost like an assembly line when I, I, when I get it all together. And then um, sometimes when I'm procrastinating, when I don't know what to necessarily start on, I'll just clean my studio or reorganize my studio, and then I, and then that's now become my other thing is I'll start prepping canvases, and then I'm like I got all these prep canvases, but I don't know what to do with the blank surface yet. So then, when I do get the idea, it's all ready to go, and I can just go in there and yeah, and, and paint. And then just paint <laughs> yeah. and, and leave it and go to the next painting. It's all ready. Yeah, so. yeah, and that's what I, I've kind of did definitely with this 
um, sort of body of work was I, I did, a, like a lot of them were sitting around while I was working on other ones and I'd go from back and forth between them. And uh, yeah, and so I, I'm like questioning whether I'm starting to overwork it. I'm like, okay, leave that one. I'll go back to this one for a while and then come back. And, that yeah. is cool. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that and it was um, both controlled and free which was awesome. That's my favorite oh, thank you. That's dynamic a, I take that as a huge compliment tension into work. Oh, wow. I love it. Well, thank you. Yeah. I take that as a huge compliment because I, um, yeah, I was attempting that. So it's nice to see that somebody actually sees that in the work. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you a weird question. Okay. If you weren't painting, yeah. what would you be doing? Uh, what would I be doing? What's your dream? What's your what is the thing that you know? Yeah, we always we always have a thing that maybe we'd like to do that we never did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I guess like you mean in terms of like work or like in terms of like just like anything. hobbies or yeah, yeah, anything. Okay. What would it be? Well, I, I like uh, you know, since I've been living in Kapuskasing, I like, you know, I got into fishing and being outdoors, and I, I like that, and you know, the whole cottage like you know lifestyle I, I would love to be able to do that full time if I could that would be I amazing. don't have a cottage yeah. I camp yeah. but I see it from from away yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know like I yeah. see those people yeah, yeah. Yeah. on yeah. an island you know they yeah. had they built this beautiful cabin there I and know. I'm like well that that's <sighs> what I like I mean we don't have a cottage yet but we you know we have friends and family and stuff in the area that you know we kind of you know, we, we freeload on that on their cottage world, but we we, we camp uh, we camp too, and that that would be my ideal would be to to like you know have that full time just to be you know in nature and kind of self sustained to a certain degree, and you know have mm. you know like <laughs> gather wood and grow a garden, and yeah, that would be. I like it yeah. not. To the extent of yeah. having to cut wood no. to feed my house, yeah, yeah. but yeah. almost there, almost there. Like have, having the option yeah. of not having to cut wood, yeah, yeah, that would be great. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I actually like. I find. Uh, I remember the first uh, few times I, I chopped wood and you know did the whole wood cutting thing. It. I, at first, I was like, oh, what do I get myself into? But then afterwards, I felt so, you know, you're tired and you're exhausted, yeah. but you feel like you really rewarded. You feel like I accomplished something. I made all this wood. I, like, prepared all this wood. And <laughs> yeah, and you're just I'm like, a man. Is there something kind of just, Yeah, you're like just chopping wood. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a man. <laughs> all right. No, yeah. But, I, yeah, good. there's so many other things that I can think of. But, yeah, that's, uh, you know. One thing I'd love to be able to do full time. Yeah. Um, so now I'm gonna ask you questions about your schooling and the okay. schooling world and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, are there some? Do you remember some painters or some paintings that you used to uh, really adulate and at the beginning when yeah. you were younger? Yeah. Or you know, maybe even as early as four or five years ago or something, yeah, yeah. that today they're not necessarily the same or yeah. that you kind of 
went away from or maybe you're still in love with these first painters yeah. i don't know yeah like, what, well, what well, is it like kind of like oh for me i found uh throughout my art education i i did a little bit of everything like i experimented with uh, like sculpture and uh, printmaking and photography and videography and um right up to the end of my grad program i was doing sculpture like for my grad piece i did a a life-size wax self-portrait and a recreation of my studio space and the figure was like staring out the window and it was like like Madame Tussauds like wax figure like super real life like what really yeah, yeah. and like so I was like all over the place in art school and but when I started art school it was because like I was growing up and I was always identified as like a drawer and you know like I like to draw and paint and then I got into art school and then you know start learning about the history of art and you know, you start learning about conceptual art and abstract art and all the different, like, you know, things. And I, I felt like, uh, you know, I was just kind of inspired in all these directions. And um, after my grad program, I was really kind of, like, exhausted from, you know, uh, putting that sort of pressure on myself to make something, like, new and it's never been done before or something, you know. And, uh, and yeah, and, and then... I actually returned to some painters like Peter Doig and Mama Anderson and there's all these painters that I had been interested in at the beginning of my art education that I started looking at what I was painting and what I was drawing and I'm like wow it's like they're still there like those inspirations are still there and I uh, and it was also like people were telling me like hey that looks like I had a, a friends in Toronto and stuff that I you know get some art feedback from once in a while because I'm sort of in a bubble in, in campus casing and don't get a lot of art talk. <laughs> so I would get their opinion and then some of the people that they, you know, think are thinking of or the artists that they can see in my work are artists like, like I was saying, like Peter Doig and I like Alex Katz a lot. He's a really, uh, you know, great painter, American painter that I was like really into. And then of course there's like the group of seven like Tom Thompson and yeah. you know A.Y. Jackson and Emily Carr like she even though you know Emily she, Carr yeah, yeah like Emily, in your palette yeah Emily Carr for sure mm -hmm. like, I've actually got a bunch Darker of darker uh, greens I don't own an Emily Carr but I have like prints of Emily Carr's that I've saved for a long time and I've had uh, sort of kicking around my studio and I noticed that some of my paintings I, I, can, I see it and they're it's a subliminal, like it's not like I'm intentionally. It like, is. Yeah, it, it it's out. like we yeah. we get um, the the colors are. Mm -hmm. it, I have the same thing. Like you see this um, typewriter with the gray stand there. Yeah. yeah. I I bought a gray. Mm -hmm. I bought this gray. Yeah. And I didn't even realize, and I painted the gray and a big black cloud on top yeah exactly like that yeah yeah you know like it, yeah it's just you don't of, know yeah it's, it's in there it's in there and it's like all this stuff that we see and that we experience and that it ends up in the yeah no for sure i think that that's a yeah totally yeah okay so let's see one last question um hmm Oh, I think I'm done with my questions. That's cool. That's cool. Those are, cool. Those are good questions. Okay. I, I don't, I have never been. 15 minutes. Everybody, everybody.
I wish that I could be there 